Welcome back to the Owl Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Carpenter. This week, we have the pleasure of chatting with Woody Woodcock. Woody serves as the Vice President of Customer Success with Fired Up, who is an established partner of Sigma Pi for recruitment efforts around North America. Thanks for joining this episode, Woody. Excited to be here. Uh, what, a, what a great, I love what you're doing with the Owl Talk Podcast and sharing success stories, history of Sigma Pi. I love following the journey and I'm glad to be here today. Well, we are glad to have you. We have a couple questions for you just to touch on the partnership between Fired Up and Sigma Pi. So if you're ready, we'll go ahead and jump in. Let's do it. My first question for you, Woody, what are some key tactics that chapters can use to create positive culture that men want to be a part of? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I think it's a really great question right now, thinking about all the newly elected leaders who are coming on board with the new Sigma Pi executive boards right now and you know, if you're listening to this when this comes out and you're thinking, how do I, what are the tactics to create that positive culture? You probably should start thinking about, gosh, what what do we want to be about as a chapter under our leadership? What do we want to be about? And who do we need to include in that? And so, Drew, what I would say about a few tactics are, this is a really simple and a good one. And this applies to recruiting as well. There are some simple questions, I think, that you could survey membership You could spend time intentionally listening to your members. But here's the three questions. You want to ask your members, hey, this year, this semester, what is it that you personally want to gain in our membership, in our brotherhood? What what is it you want to gain? And then secondly, professionally, gosh, how do you want to grow? What's the experience that we could give you that would help you grow for your career skills or something you could lead within Sigma Pi that would make you better? Something that would be fulfilling and it would it would professionally grow you to get you ready for a career. And finally, what do you have to give? What's your past background of success and leading or being on a team? Something you did that allows you to give something to our membership, to brotherhood. When a leader on the executive board at any level is asking those questions about their membership, gaining, what is it that the member wants to gain? What is it that how do they want to grow and what do they have to give? You're going to create a lot of answers of how you create a positive culture and what your members are looking for. It allows you to really set the table for how you could lead, what you could say and reinforce for the remainder of your time as a leader. If there's one bonus, other one I would look at is talk about the ways you're winning in college, in winning at creating uh, success on the college level academically, how did we help our members outperform the rest of the competition civically? What did we do to raise uh, awareness around the cause that we locally support? When you do those tactical things, you learn about your membership, gaining, growing, and giving, and you share and articulate the wins of success, that's a culture that your members want to be a part of, that they, they join for one reason, but they stay for another. And then outside, externally, Other potential new members see you talking about the success that you are creating for membership, and they want to be a part of that positive culture. Woody, that was a fantastic answer. Thank you for sharing that. It's true. Yeah. So my next question for you, what should chapters focus on to ensure that they have an inclusive process? 
Wow. That is a really important topic right now. Again, thinking about newly elected recruitment leaders, even uh, at that highest level, presidential level of executive boards right now. When we think about an inclusive process, I think every key recruitment leader, growth leader should start to evaluate, okay, what is that? What is that? What does that mean overall? And here's what I think it means. I think it means when you look at how successful you were in the fall of 22, the spring of 22, the fall of 21, and even pre-pandemic, how successful were you at recruiting? Were you, one, satisfied with the number of people, but then were you looking at, was there an audience that we've missed reaching, at least at what I would call the first impression stage? Uh, Were there any things that our process was doing that prevented someone from potentially joining Sigma Pi? Drew, here's an example of that. We see chapters across the country and chapters who struggled post-pandemic when they didn't shift to, they didn't continue in their single relationship, individual relationship building. They went back to hosting large-scale events for hours at a time, and this was the only way that you could potentially join Sigma Pi. We see chapters, not just Sigma Pi, but others, when they did when they made that move, they weren't as successful as they had been building relationships because Gen Z ain't got time for that. Gen Z ain't got time for the hours and hours of events. What they do think about is where's their value in meeting with a few individual members? And then from there, what's the next impression we make? So to to go back to the original question, who are we not reaching? Once we have success in our new member class, what's the audience of students, a certain major, uh, a certain year in school, a certain background, certain lifestyle that we're not reaching because something we're doing, the way we are holding up membership is we're not inviting those people to meet with us one-on-one. We're we're waiting until the event static uh, event mentality. They only have to come to events to join. And Gen Z is just not going to show up in that way. They might show up in that way if they've met with you and know your name as a person. Remember, people join people, not organizations. So when they know you one-on-one, they have a lot better chance to know your organization and what Sigma Pi ultimately is about. So think about the, what, who you're missing out on because of the way you structure the events, the time of the event, the topic of the event, how you're being helpful to the potential new member who's interested to learn more. And if you'll spend time doing that, and the Sigma Pi staff are great at helping you identify a couple thoughtful ways that you could be more inclusive at different pipelines, different people, audiences to reach. They'll help you come up with a few different ones. And our Fired Up team also loves helping Sigma Pi chapters think of new ways they can be more inclusive to transform the way people join Sigma Pi. Woody, I really like that answer. One thing you hit on was the pandemic, which is a great segue into this next question. Has recruitment changed since the pandemic? And if so, how? Drew, you know, it it has and it hasn't for some chapters. Here's what I mean by that. It has, uh, it has changed in that potential new members now uh, seemingly have more access when chapters are proactive at their outreach on social media and their direct message campaigns and how they tell the story of success and membership and brotherhood. And in some some regards, it hasn't changed when chapters have reverted back to static event only, and they're not leveraging 
the digital screen platforms, be it Zoom or your favorite other platform, to engage with students online. You have to think about what potential new members went through, and it wasn't about large gatherings of people. Uh, they were afraid to do that. They were, um, you know, it was not safe to do that. So now when we get into this time period, this post-pandemic, uh, sometimes people aren't going to show up to what we call the frat text. And we've all gotten a frat text. It's this, hey, bro, uh, we're in rushing and you should come hang. Basically, what we're saying is come hang out with me and my friends, listen to our music and eat our cold hot dogs. And that's a weird thing. Instead, if I said, hey, Drew, I see you're coming into uh, campus as an incoming freshman. Hey, my organization would love to go out of our way to help make sure your, your summer orientation, your fall semester is successful. I'd love to hang out with you for 10 or 15 minutes. When are you free this week? What day would work to hang out? When we get to know people individually uh, in, in, in a Zoom meeting first, sometimes if they're comfortable doing that, to then take it to the relationship level, they're a lot more likely to show up in our brotherhood space, in our event space, in our small activity space. I would also echo it to chapters when they stop doing, it's almost like a dual threat quarterback. And I know everybody's a sports analogy person, but when you think about what is what does a dual threat quarterback, why does it give the defense so many problems when they're trying to prepare? Because a dual threat quarterback or a player, they can do two things. They can pass and run. And in recruitment, uh, we had the chance to virtually, it was the only way we could meet people. We built a lot of relationships that way. But when we stopped that, it's almost like now we just went back to a pass-only quarterback. So the defense can really uh, do some different things to stop us or prevent us from being successful. Or similarly, if we're a run-first, run-only, they can really load the box and really stagnate our growth. So if if you, last year, if you listen to this, Sigma Pi leaders or even volunteers, and your chapter was a little more stagnant in their growth, you might want to think about, did we stop doing some things that we did during the pandemic that we should still consider doing? The first being our outreach campaign on social media or our virtual engagement. How are we still telling the story and engaging students there first to bring them into relationship to lead them towards our brotherhood? Woody, I, I love that answer. And another part that you hit on was the volunteer aspect. You know, obviously this isn't just information for our students, but volunteers can benefit from this, uh, which is another great segue into our fourth question today. What can volunteers do to help their chapter advance further in their recruitment efforts? Yeah, I love uh, I love the what volunteers have access to today. And on an earlier podcast, when you had John Frost talking about the success of Sigma Pi recently, he talked about volunteers and the ways they can differently engage and I think he, one of the things he talked about was that you don't have to live in the same city as the chapter to provide support, to provide awareness around growth, retention. So one of the things I think they can do is part of the ways that Fired Up is a growth partner of Sigma Pi is we provide a recruitment technology. For those volunteers and alumni who are listening, it's a recruitment CRM, customer relationship management tool called Chapter Builder. It literally helps systemize the way that all potential new members' relationships are built. And what I love is it's so transparent. So one thing I think a volunteer could do is say, hey, can I be a part of your chapter builder account for the chapter that they actually are an advisor of or their, their other chapter that they uh, serve in some way so they can transparently see their relationships, when they're formed, how they're formed. I also think that 
not, you know, asking the question, not, uh, hey, do you need any help? But to say, hey, could you tell me a few details about our approach to recruiting in spring 23, an upcoming future semester? They can participate in that way. They can make sure that the chapter is using the most advanced CRM tools. And what I love is, volunteers, hope you hear this. There's, there's never been a time like this before where information is so readily available. So there can be total clarity at any time for you of how your chapter is doing at recruitment. Totally clear. What are they working on to improve the joining process at their Sigma Pi chapter? There can be absolute transparency of, again, the, the number of relationships they're building. We believe that uh, quantity of relationships drives quality. People you get to say yes to and no to. So when chapter builder is right in the heart of the Sigma Pi growth system, it allows you to transparently see their relationships come onto their list, the text messages that happen, the way this chapter writes great quality notes about this potential new member and why he would be such a great fit for Sigma Pi. It allows you volunteer to measure, what did my chapter do in the month of September? What did my chapter do in August to achieve success? What do they likely need to repeat in this new officer transition? What I mean by repeat is, there were successful relationships they built weekly, monthly. There were a number of people they texted, followed up with. And let's all evaluate that stuff in a measurable way to find out, did it lead us to the success we all wanted and craved and signify and finally volunteer consistently, consistently showing up in their text messages, you being a text message in for that recruitment leader, you being in a Zoom recruitment meeting, you being in their chapter builder. Those are incredible ways to think about systemizing the consistent kind of growth that Sigma Pi is is really leaning into coming up into the 2023 year. What do you been one step ahead of these questions this this entire time? So, you know, fitting that we go into this last question talking about chapter builder, what we just started <laughs> this conversation on. Um, that being said, our last question for today, how do programs like chapter builder help with recruitment? Chapter builder is the most essential tool when it comes to growth. And I'll offer this quote that really captured my attention right at a new year timeframe, like the one we're about to go into, is James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits, said, we don't rise to the level of our goals, we fall to the level of our systems. I want to say that again for the listeners. Maybe if you're a note taker and you're audio, but you want to write this down later. He says, we don't rise to the level of our goals, we fall to the level of our systems. Woody. How does that relate to Chapter Builder? What does that mean? Chapter Builder is the growth system engine. It's the heartbeat of where all your relationships flow to and through. It literally helps you all the things that you're doing, texting, meeting with human beings, deciding where they are in the stage of potential membership to get a bid to membership or to not get a bid, why they're a fit, not a good fit. It all lives right inside Chapter Builder. As I told the volunteers earlier, it's totally transparent as to what any leader could see. Any member of the chapter could see it at any time. In fact, one of the new trends I'm noticing for recruitment leaders is at chapter meetings, they are now bringing up on the screen their chapter builder list to show the chapter all the activity on the home screen. Every message they sent that week, uh, their top five prospects they're talking to. It's an amazing tool that keeps you on track. It won't let you get off track if you're willing to lean into it. And we know that for a lot of years, recruitment was talent dependent. With Chapter Builder, you get to lean into 
a, a systemized way to grow where you know exactly the, the people pipelines that helped you be the most successful. You know the number of touch points it took to get somebody to say yes to becoming a part of the Sigma Pi fraternity and the brotherhood. And finally, you know what, uh, where you left a few prospects off that just weren't ready to commit right now that we have the ability to follow up. So Chapter Builder really is, it's everything if you want to have consistent performance in growth and you want to have the data in the business world, in the uh, medical world, in, in other worlds, in sales, education. There is data. It's so data driven about how we make decisions and why. Why is fraternity any different? And I think Chapter Builder is just, again, it's, it's, a, it's a growth system tool. And true. let me add this a little controversial take here on it. But if a chapter told you, if we looked at a chapter and they said, you know, we have we have some new members who joined our chapter, but they didn't go through the ritual of initiation the way that Sigma Pi really believes they should. Uh, we'd say, well, are, are they are they really Sigma Pi? Then did they learn all the different meanings and symbolism and the secrets? We'd say, well, no, then they're, they're probably not because they didn't go through the one unifying thing that everybody should go through. I think chapter builders should be no different. There is a way that Sigma Pi chapters should be growing and advancing their relationships, learning more intentional details. And uh, chapter builder is very similar to ritual. It is the way that people should come into your people pipeline, the way we should build that relationship, know about them to qualify them and decide if they'd be a great fit for membership or not. They really are the same to me, even though I know they're, I know they're different. So for those who want to find out more about Chapter Builder, you can certainly go to chapterbuilder.com. We'll even link some notes maybe with this cast that will help you. If you want to learn more, sign up for a live training and you want to learn about your own Chapters account. I know Drew and the team can definitely help you do that, but I just want to make that plug, Drew. hope that's okay to share with your listeners because I know more people are going to want to know how do they grow more consistently and not have those up and down semesters. Absolutely, Woody. Yeah, this fall, my team and I've done a lot of work on Chapter Builder with many of our chapters, a lot of trainings, a lot of uh, getting new leaders added on to their accounts, uh, stuff like that. Uh, So I hope many of our listeners take a lot away, especially from this last question. But that will be the end of today's discussion. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Owl Talk podcast. And thank you, Woody, for giving us some insight into the world of recruitment. For everyone listening, make sure to hit subscribe and please leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. And as always, I believe.